Welcome to Cardboard in the Classroom. This is a podcast about using board games in the classroom to bridge a student's understanding and engagement with the purpose to richen their learning experience. This episode of Cardboard in the Classroom is brought to you by the fantastic people at Gamesurplus.com. Hey there, I'm your host Norm, and this is episode one, The Introduction. In this episode, I'll share with you my background, the show's purpose and format, and the expectations for the show. Bridge City Board Gamers are proud to identify the good, the bored, and the ugly as our cardboard cohorts. In this growing community, it's important to create relationships that help you learn, grow, and support one another. You can find their podcast on iTunes and their channel on YouTube, where they produce and create new content every week. Welcome back. As I mentioned, I'm going to start off with giving you my background. I've been a high school teacher for over 24 years and currently teach face-to-face in the classroom and in the online cyber school environment. As well as having a bachelor's degree in education, I have a master's degree in educational technology where my focus was and is instructional design. Specific attention to teaching methodology, students' learning styles, and assessment strategies. With that being said, for the past few years, I've been bringing board games into the classroom to change up the learning experience by introducing to my students the idea of structured play and thinking about thinking. With the incredible amount and range of modern board games lately, it's easier for me to identify certain games that fit certain curricular expectations and outcomes. But the most important condition is to bridge and connect the gaming experience to the desired educational goals and objectives. I've created a format for the show to create a continuity from episode to episode, as well as to keep me on track. I'll first start with what I call the classroom context. This is where I'll identify the class, the unit, and the lesson that I intend to design with the idea of having cardboard in the classroom. Next is the analog application. And this is where I select the board game that I intend to use to meet the objectives and goals of the lesson. And finally, the instructional design section. This is where I plan to weave the game into the lesson's instruction. This is the most important section because my design must be valid and reliable. This is where I answer questions such as, how will we use the game? What ideas am I trying to reinforce or expand on? How will I evaluate the success of this activity? And how will I evaluate the student's understanding of the connection that is being made between the activity and the lesson? I've begun to understand through social media that I'm not the only teacher who has a passion for this hobby. And with that being said, I want to share my ideas, successful or ones that are in need of redesign, with other teachers so that they can use my ideas or be motivated and inspired to create their own cardboard in the classroom situations and experiences. I'm sure that my experiences as a teacher are not any different than any other teacher. And the first obstacle faced by many teachers is an incredible lack of budget to enhance the classroom and learning environments. I feel that we as teachers are asked to do more with less. So instead of fighting and pushing to have more digital technology such as computers and iPads in the classroom, I have gone the other direction and have begun to explore the analog options for the classroom. I'm influenced by the writings of Ursula Franklin, who describes technology not as computers and advanced tools, but the way we think and the process of our thinking. She believes that technology is a system of thought based on methods, procedures, 
organization, and mindset. She differentiates technology into two categories. One is the holistic technology that allows those to control their work from start to finish, and prescriptive technologies where work is organized in a sequence of steps requiring supervision and guidance. Franklin argued that prescriptive technologies in our modern society discourages critical thinking and promotes a culture of compliance. This is exactly what motivates me to teach my students about thinking. I want all of them to rethink the idea of thinking, and I'm convinced that board games are the bridge to help all my students work on thinking and developing and expanding their thinking skills. Thanks for listening to Cardboard in the Classroom. I'm Norm from Bridge City Board Gamers, and I'll catch you next time. We're Bridge City Board Gamers, and you can find us on Twitter, at BC Board Gamers, on our YouTube channel, Bridge City Board Gamers, where you can find our podcasts, Cardboard Conjecture and Cardboard in the Classroom, and our Facebook page, Saskatoon Tabletop Games Community.